podcast it is a leap year it is February the 29th don't think I'll be able to say that again for another four years uh, it is the take your wrestling podcast it is me I am your one-third host of the show I don't do math I'm not paid to do math I don't and if you ask me to math too much I'll start doing Steiner math oh lord Nope. There's a hundred percent chance that I have a thirty-three and a third percent chance of being one third of the host of this show. Yeah, uh, I am joined by the other half of the Fat Siders. Hey yo, uh, we have a guest. Uh, he's currently residing at your mom's house. <laughs> Ryan Mill. Oh, did I mute you? I think I muted you. Hold on, let me. Probably muted him. There you go. My bad. Yeah. Yeah. I actually think you can would, do that from here. Yep. I mean, I'm also fat, but mute me. I don't care. That's right. That's what I get for being a guest. My bad. <laughs> no, that's okay. Uh, we'll eventually be joined by the skinniest member of the show. Um, eventually. He'll get here at some point. Um, talk full show tonight. Uh, no show last week, as you guys could tell from the feed. Sorry. Um, Jim was in 100%. I was battling uh, the beginning of a cold um, anyways, that I didn't even tell him about, so it kind of made sense when he was like, uh, you just wanna- I'm in, bitch. So he was like, hey, you just wanna wave the white flag? I was like, yes. Yeah. Works. I'm a bitch. Um, I'm actually still in the process of trying to get the fuck over it, but hey, we're gonna power through. Uh, we have recap of, uh, the Lemoncello Chamber. Uh, we'll talk the final scheduled- in-ring match of the career of Sting. Uh, and we'll also talk about a fun thing that we're going to do here. Uh, we're going to bring back the auction draft. Um, we had a lot of fun with it with the entrance theme auction draft. We're going to do that again tonight. Uh, should be a lot of fun. Uh, those are always uh, normally really uh, entertaining back and forths. Um, did we determine, were we doing WCW themes for this one? That's what I prepared. Cool, let's ride with it. I'm in. It should be a lot of fun. Ryan looks petrified. Um, that means it should be even better. I love it. I was told it was Entrance Themes Volume 2 without the caveat of WCW. Jim dropped that on me, uh, and I know all of maybe three, maybe oh, four WCW. What the hell is even that? That's if what we, I said when, when we, wrestlers came out to anything in WCW. If we want to put WCW on the back burner for a couple more weeks and go WWE heavy because we are on the road to WrestleMania, I will not be opposed. We can do that as well. I don't. We can cross that bridge when we get there. Let's 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 start with the uh, the fact of um, there was a show in Australia. Uh, we didn't get to preview it obviously because of no show last week. Um, but did anything surprise... Hold on, hold on. Th uh -oh. This can't be a real tweet. Oh, shit. Here we go. The, the Empire State Building 
at 10.35 a.m. today, tweeted, the best way to celebrate Leap Day is coming to the Empire State Building. Yeah. You have an extra day. You're in New York. What are you going to do, Jim? They didn't say jump off of it. I just... God, you took that to a real dark place. Are you okay? I did, man. I don't... That... That was definitely the first. That was definitely the first thing I thought when I read that. Somebody's been watching too many Chris Benoit videos. Uh Alexa, schedule a well check for Big Jim tomorrow. (laughs) Oh my, Alexa just did it. (laughs) That's my bad, folks. That's that's funny. That's Uh, good. Alexa, never mind. Jim sucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Um, so, yeah, they, they decided to have a show. Um, I, I will say they got the, the, the one thing that they needed to get right, right, which was Ray Ripley main eventing that show. But was this the most, like, okay, hello, Captain Obvious, this person's going to win the matches show they've had like a real long time for every match because i feel like every match was fairly obvious who was going to win uh yeah i feel like it was a very um it was very chalk in terms of uh results um i I feel like it was very predictable i didn't think i thought maybe the women's tag titles could move um just i guess to have the kabuki warriors win them back but why um, or like if it wasn't on the pre-show, I thought they could have done like the, the, the challengers win by like distraction match gets restarted. Champions actually retain, uh, just cause Indy was in, in her home country, but yeah, everything yeah. else, everything else, Becky judgment day drew and, and Rhea, I feel like it was, it was extremely predictable in terms of, um, results. The only thing I thought could have gone might have gone the other way would have been um done in bait winning the tag titles i think when we talked two weeks ago i think you sold me on the fact that it's going to be the awesome truth taking the titles off of them on one of the nights of wrestlemania because somebody then made the comment that you could have our truth get like hoodwinked by nick aldis to give up the smackdown titles like <laughs> unknowingly leading to the title splitting up. Yeah. Which is kind of needed, especially if you're going to tell me that you have a Raw GM and a SmackDown GM. That's awesome. Why don't they have titles? Yeah. And with the R-Truth character being the way that it is, like you could have them very easily get decoyed by, you know, Nick Aldis to give up the SmackDown titles. Him, him like telling his, like his driver, like he was in Austria, not Australia. Yeah. Like, you know, he, 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 Did hey, you see the video from him in the NXT this week when he was like talking to Johnny Gargano? It was like, I see a lot of Shawn Michaels in you, kid. And then he like yes. walks away and it's just Shawn Michaels at his office. Like, it's just, have you, did you see that one, Ryan? Yeah, it's so good. It's so fucking perfect. Dude, truth is, truth is, he's so good. He really is. I'd love, I think the WWE could get away with it too. Like, have him back into a situation where he actually like, I don't know, man. 
I don't know. I'd, I don't know. I'd love to see just for the pops, for the sake of the pop, him like accidentally steal uh, Damien Priest's briefcase back in, cash it in, win the championship. All to be nullified moments later, but just the pop of our truth becoming the WWE champion for a moment would be would be really really cool and special. The guy's, I mean, he's an NWA heavyweight champion. It, it, it's not beyond belief with his skill set. Um, but that would that would just be a cool moment. All right, so he's gonna cash in on Drew McIntyre after Drew beats Seth Rollins. Say less. That could work. That could work. I'd be totally fine with that. And then um, Priest is like, "Truth, what are you doing? You don't. It's not your briefcase to cash in. Scuffle, scuffle, whatever. I just. It would be fun. I think. I think our truth would get a hellacious pop. Oh, a thousand percent. And I think on in that on moment a, on a scale of like at a WrestleMania, I think it would be even freaking crazier. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be unreal. And again, it never has to go down in the history book as an actual championship. He doesn't have the briefcase. I get it. But for pop's sake alone, I think that that's that, that's going to pop the crowd real loud. Yeah. Um. So coming out of it, uh, we had the Grayson Waller experience uh, with Cody and Seth. Um, did that just feel off to anyone else? It, yeah, oh. it was three o'clock in the fucking morning. <laughs> okay. It's too early for this shit. Um, felt off. I, I think you know, like I know it was it was kind of an awkward segment. Really, all that was there to do was to get Cody and Seth in front of the live crowd. Like it send send your biggest stars to the international show. You know, don't don't put them in a position to get hurt. You know. With with obviously bigger plans still to come with WrestleMania, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah, with Seth, you know, still with the knee, but you know, protect Cody as well, because theoretically, you're now looking at potential of two Cody matches at WrestleMania. So, yeah, keep keep them uh, keep them fresh, kid. Am I the only one? And this, you know, coming out of there and then having having the match on Monday night, where I'm like. I get it. He's your workhorse, but you've proven that sometimes when you overdo it with some of these guys, they eventually run into the, to the wall. Like, are we, are we playing with fire here? Should we really be having Cody having a fairly meaningless match against Dominic Mysterio or Grayson Waller or, you know, Whomever. Like, I, I truly think, like, this is, like, you're 30 days away. I, I think I think starting this week or the following, you're not going to see Cody wrestle anymore. Uh, on, one on, match every once in a while. I mean, he's going to wrestle on house shows because you got you to gotta keep the legs fresh. But I think Correct. you're not going you know, to – I don't think you put him out there once – and I think like this week, maybe next, I think, because The Rock's on like three straight SmackDowns, I believe. Like, I think, in, I think in these next couple weeks, you're gonna you're gonna finalize whatever whatever The Rock's doing at Mania, whether it's Cody versus The Rock, whether it's Cody and Seth versus The Rock and Roman, whether it's you know Rock's gonna be an enforcer for something like whatever he's gonna do. Once you lock that down. Cody doesn't need to wrestle on TV anymore. We're we're What's thirty the days. Difference in? between Cody wrestling on TV or Cody wrestling on a house show with the risk of injury. The risk of injury is still there. I mean, 
one drop down you land wrong one leapfrog and your ankle twists you're, you're, you're done like, you're I probably mean, doing more vanilla matches on a house show that would be my you're not going to put him in a tables match like they did seth rollins when seth blew his knee out <laughs> probably well, that's a fair point right you know what i mean I, like, you're you're and and if I you're mean, gonna the move seth rollins has done how many times before he blew out his knee yeah that, i mean that flip over power bomb that's a spot that that seth's but, done multiple times it was just a fluke yeah. accident you could roll your ankle on the sidewall. You know what I mean? Like, so I get you can get hurt. And I'm saying, in Jim's defense, I my ankle at a fucking Burger King before. I get that. Cody's offense is a little bit less riskier than that offense of a Seth Rollins because he can change, do submission moves, not take the shot of going. Up, like here's up, the deal: he's probably not doing many uh, springboard stunners. Yeah, on the on yeah. the house shows, you know. He's and if anything, he's probably going to do. They might do some tag stuff. Like you're going to do stuff that's going to protect him, but still keep him fresh. Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing him, Jey Uso, and someone in a six man tag against Imperium. Uh, maybe this is an unpopular opinion, but is Cody Rhodes that that much different from like Five Moves of Doom, John Cena? Bop, 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 some lightweight shit, a disaster kick at the fucking... I mean, it's, it's not... Let, I mean, let, let's... I mean, let's not lighten matches up. Let, let, I mean, let's, nobody in the WWE no, does, really. Like, let's be honest. When you look at the majority of, I think, a lot of... Not necessarily not a, a majority, but maybe a, a good portion of the main event, like top-tier superstars in the WWE, they're all very formulaic. Like I, I mean, I think WWE as a whole is formulaic. Now you may get an you may get a chance where, okay, it's you know Seth and you know Seth and AJ Styles in the main event. They're going to go out and they're going to do some stuff you don't normally see. But a Seth Rollins match on Raw going to be fairly fairly similar. A Miz match going to be fairly similar. Like you know, it is what it is. Like the. Like and and I like. There's been a lot of people in the like the IWC that have tried that have said like, well, WWE is very paint by numbers. Yeah, and they've been yeah, around for sixty years. They right, they've been around for sixty years and they make a billion dollars every year. So, <laughs> okay, I mean, right. Every move in a Sami Zayn match is building to a blue thunder bomb kick out and a haluva kick to end the match. Yeah, like those are you've got your signature moves, you've got your finishers. Stone Cold well, Steve Austin. in between it is to get to those moments. Stone Cold Steve Austin punches, kick to the groin. Um, mud hole in the corner. Mud hole in the corner. He would do the thing uh, where uh, he like. Uh, elbow. Elbow leaped on you, did the thing with the middle fingers, and it Best all led press. to a stunner. You stunner. know, a yeah. couple of suplexes. I mean, Roman Reigns, Superman punch, spear, choke. Yeah. Right. Spot out at the announcer table. Randy, Back Randy, body drop. Yeah. Randy Orton, uh, the. The scoop slam off the ropes. Uh, yeah, big the power IED, slam. Bro. The IED thing that he does with the like, the back, where he like he fucking does like the back cracker or whatever. Yeah, or his dunk. Yep, yep. Yeah, it's it's. Yeah, it, it's Michael Cole yelling out of nowhere, <laughs> literally out of nowhere. A, a single drop kick in the match. I think. Yeah, I mean they're Easy. very formulaic. Um, most of the time, they are relatively safe moves outside of that fluke shit my knee went this way instead of that way or my ankle rolled this way or uh oh my fucking Seth is Seth is the just I feel that doesn't have a vanilla offense because one week you might see him do the super kick the next week it's the stomp the week after that he's doing the Phoenix splash the week after that he's doing something else like 
he's the only one where it's like you could see him have one of like 14 different finishing maneuvers through the course of what a maneuver. Yeah. What a maneuver. <laughs> Uh, that, see, that's that's the only thing that I look at from, you know, the vanilla-ness of the offense of the main event stars. Do you uh, have that save, Jim? That, oh my goodness, what a maneuver? Uh, Do you have I, that audio anywhere? I, I uh, Somewhere. I don't know exactly where. Uh, that's fair. I'll have to get it on one of the boards at some point. Yeah, it's one of my favorite, one of my favorite drops of all time. It's, it's a classic. So, coming out of Lemoncello Chamber... Uh, Drew versus Seth, finalized. Becky versus Rhea, finalized. Um, I'll say this. I was ready to sell Drew McIntyre. Not a fan over what I saw with Drew McIntyre. Wasn't a lot going on. Didn't need to. I just wasn't very interested anymore. I think I I might have found it, Ryan. What? What Drew McIntyre has able to do these past couple of months or weeks even since CM Punk went went lame. My God. What are we talking about? We're doing Elimination Chamber? We're talking about a town down. Women's Elimination Chamber match. Main event. Who's that guy? (laughs) Is that Craig again? It's intern Mark. Oh, hi, Mark. It really is. I think I might have found the one of a new drop, Ryan. Uh oh. Oh my goodness, one of a new Oh no, that was the that was the big one. That was it. Or what's this one? Oh my goodness, one of a new Oh, I don't know why my Alexa started talking. Um, yeah, I don't think I have the original, but I have that one. That's a good one. Rhea versus Naya mid card. <laughs> Is that who she wrestled? I didn't watch a single minute of Elimination Chamber, to be honest with you. Why not? I start start work at 9.30. Ryan watches seven minutes of wrestling every six months, and then he's going to WrestleMania with us. Accurate. You're not going to know who the wrestlers are? I do. I know who all they are. All of them? All of them. There's a reason why we're not going to Supercard of Honor is because we can't name more than three wrestlers on the AEW Ring of Honor roster. If Akira Tozawa came out, you would recognize him? Easily. Absolutely. Even if he was dressed like a ninja, I'd know who he is. What about Maxine Dupree? Absolutely. Shoosh. I'd boo her probably like she's getting booed on uh, on the socials, but that's okay. Uh, what about Reggie? Oh, he doesn't even go by Reggie anymore. He goes by scripts in NXT. You watch so much more Damn. wrestling than you admit to. He reads I read the posts. I read the posts. I'm sorry. My gaydar can sniff out when someone's lying. The, the, the balloons were perfectly timed for that. <laughs> my, I, I can sniff this out. You're a closet case. You're watching like 20 hours of AEW a week. Now AEW is something I haven't watched probably oh, in, in a few that's, weeks. That's a line. We don't talk about. Yeah, that. yeah, we've uh, yeah, so we got know. lucky with scripts that 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 <laughs> popped in my brain. You wouldn't recognize Androgynous Andretti. He's back with the WWE, isn't he? No, no, that's Andrade. That's Andrade. Oh, who did you say? Action Andretti, but he calls him Androgynous. Oh, Action Andretti. Yeah, uh, I, I'd be able to pick him out of a lineup. He was oh, a okay. kid. He he wrestled like at Maryland. I've seen him on the Indies. What about what about Daniel Garcia? Yeah, he's wrestling. He's he, he's the dance guy, right? 
Yeah, he does know it. Tony, he watches all of the AEW. Could you? No, I just I catch this. Dude, can they get uh, Das Wonder Kid to be Daniel Garcia's fucking manager? Can we get Alex Wright to be Danny Garcia's fucking manager? Sign me up. Could you pick Sky Blue out of a lineup? (laughs) Um, if if they're standing away from me, yeah. Okay. If they're facing the other direction. <laughs> yes, there it is. Respectfully. But not that respectfully. Oh my god, that's, ins- that's insane. I'm pretty sure, for the record, I'm pretty sure Alex Wright died in a cargo plane accident with um with Billy D. Williams. Like, You know what? I just looked up, is Alex Wright still alive? He is still alive. First off, Billy D. Williams is not dead either. <laughs> Wait, listen. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Listen. Let's yeah, just dude, remember the accident with like Leonard Skinner or something like that. We've been live for twenty minutes. Joe's been here for four, and he's already outed, doubled, outed Ryan. No, as an AEW fan, doubled the amount of random death comments that Jim broke out in the first sixteen minutes with his Empire State Building fucking tweet. That was dark, Jim. Wait, and, what? and somehow, Joe decided to go darker with his Chris Benoit impersonation of Alex Wright dying in a cargo plane crash. Joe, okay, yeah. so I'm gonna read you the I'm gonna read you the tweet word 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 by word, and I just I want AEW darker, right, Ryan? You AEW fan? That's it. I'm tuning into YouTube to watch all the episodes. <laughs> I gotta hold on. I gotta find it again. Dark, dark elevation, dark. Did they delete it? They might have deleted it. Was that, a, was that even a real tweet? My name you have, tweet. Is this a fever dream, Jim? Hold on. Are you, a... are you Brett Harding over there? Stop that. Okay. Is, is any of this real? How strong was that edible? Okay, so I don't know if this is a real tweet or not, but somebody quote retweeted this, and it was from 10.35 a.m. today. And it says, the, from at Empire State Building, the best way to celebrate Leap Day is coming to the Empire State Building. No. Right? See? Thank you, Joe. That's your mind right there. Thank you, Joe. I feel heard now. I appreciate you. The fact that your mind went there is even worse. Well, but I mean, what else? No. They're telling you that you have an extra day out of the year. Why not spend it at the Empire State Building? Not jump off the bitch. No, that's like okay. One time I went to a cancer like walk, like a lung cancer, like you know, like make money for it. Like it's weird to say it like that. Like it's not for lung cancer. They're not yay lung cancer. How do I? It was, say, it was like, a pro, it was a pro lung cancer walk. <laughs> yay cancer versus lung cancers, anti lung cancer. Like I, I hope cancer talking. wins. So the, so the, the 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 walk starts. And and they start playing music, and dead ass, the first song that they play is that song "Somebody That I Used to Know," and I just remember thinking to myself, "Somebody didn't think this through," because yeah. like, it's not okay. Wait, that reminds me. I gotta pull it up. Uh, there was like this video of like the worst wedding DJ ever. Hold on. Oh God! Hold on, I gotta. The of Joe Lopez solely. This is the walk's fault. Nope, it is the walk's fault. I did it for the walk. I did it for the walk. 
What if they would have played the song I, I Will Survive? I That might have been more promising, at least. I think that's promising, yeah. Yeah. That's the fur friend. <laughs> no, it's not me. I am not the friend. I definitely it was it was it was awkward. It was an awkward situation. Speaking of Twitter, did you guys see about this this Wonka shit over in like Scotland? Yes. Oh, yeah. No, no, How crazy is that? on this show. So so it was a DJ at a um it was a DJ at a senior prom in Texas in 2017. The prom queen, it was the, it was when like the prom king and queen were announced. The prom queen uh, was in a wheelchair, and they played the song uh, Thinking Out Loud by Ed Sheeran, which if you don't know that song, that the <laughs> opening line of the song is when your legs don't work like they used to. <laughs> when your legs don't work like they used to. Yeah. So it's like, it's totally unintentional, but that's brilliant. Like, so if that was That's a real tweet so from good. Empire State Building, I get it. They did not mean it to come across the way that it did. However, there are people like Joe and myself that apparently their brains yeah. go to a bad place. Uh, we, also, we, we, Ryan, I'm shocked that your brain did not go to the bad place. I mean, give me five minutes, all right? I'm just saying. I've known you for a very long time. Who? You. You. No. And I'm shocked that your brain. I'm not... the guest here, and I'm getting attacked. I mean, <laughs> we're all in like the big same family here. Let's be. That's fair. fair. It's a circle. That's fair. It's a ling. No beginning, no end. <laughs> oh god! You sounded like David Attenborough for a second there. Who? Maybe I am David Attenborough <laughs> in disguise. Is he alive? He's alive, he right? Alive. Yeah. He's he doing good. Sounds really no, old. No, he's not. He leaped off the fucking Empire Stage <laughs> on fucking leap day. Oh, no, not on leap day. <laughs> he took the leap because the fucking. But like, is that a real stat? Like, even like... Attenborough's ninety fucking seven. That sounds right. Yeah, he took the leap of faith. Dude, that loose ass skin, he'd he, he survive the leap, man. He'd be like a squirrel, like a flying squirrel with that loose ass skin. <laughs> Parkour! Parkour. God, we're going to hell. So, coming out of Elimination Chamber, 30, what, one nights away from night one of WrestleMania? Cody versus Rock. Tag match. Are, are we getting either of those on night one? Like, like where do we think coming out of the chamber situation? Because the Gracie Waller experience happened, and it felt like at part of it that this was Cody's out here to call out The Rock. And then I was thinking to myself, so where the fuck is Seth Rollins even out there? The same reason Seth Rollins was on the big announcement stage. Pretty much, but if you're gonna, we can't, have, we can't bury him that far. But if you're gonna, if if you're gonna have Rock and Cody fight each other, would it not be smarter for it to be like Rock and Solo versus Cody and Seth? I don't Maybe. know why everybody's yeah. rushing to have matches with the Rock and Cody at Mania. Have the Rock cost Cody keeps the strap on, oh, God. keeps the strap with Roman. We beat the. Uh, 
the number that we want to beat to put him at third on the list, beating Hogan. And then The Rock can um, battle Cody, and Cody can avenge the loss at SummerSlam. And uh, I don't freaking know. I, I just I don't like it. No, Cody's got to win the belt. I don't think you're getting out of WrestleMania without Cody winning the belt. If and we talked about it on the show, if they didn't do the WWE 24 commercial that had Hulk Hogan involved in it, I would be all in that he's keeping the title to beat Hogan Train. It seems like they've kind of calmed themselves on the anti-Hulk Hogan. Yeah, he fucking he saved the bitch from a burning vehicle, brother. Like, yeah, that gets you back good, you know. I, has he ever been on the outs with the WWE? Yes, because of racist stuff. And and I like, just put him on the outs with the look, WWE fans. There's there's two ways to get back in good with the WWE. One is save a person's life from a burning car. The other is sign an NDA. So obviously Hogan went ahead and saved somebody's life because Vince McMahon never tried to diddle with him. So Hulk Hogan's back in the good graces and Cody Rhodes gets to win the belt. Also, Cody Rhodes is quite literally the most pure baby face wrestler that WWE has ever had. This man is out here taking letters from children in the front row and putting them on his Instagram story and, you know, solving racism and cancer. And He's also ever he literally had the first and only ever mixed race baby. He actually, he actually spent all of, I, I, you didn't see this online exclusive, exclusive news. He actually spent all day at the front of the empire state building, talking people out of leaping off of it. So he actually like, he never stops. He did. I saw that. Yeah. I mean, that, that tweet was just sent in jest. Come yes. <laughs> From the great news source, Obvious Joe News, or at OBV Joe News on, on Twitter. I'm just like Cody Rhodes. From known is, uh, trust, uh, trusted source. No trust trusted me, bro. Source. But Cody's got to win the belt. He can't be the guy that never gets the job done. He doesn't have to keep the belt, but he's got to win it. I mean, he got the job once. He has the first ever mixed race baby. Ever. Ever. Somebody had to do it. Beautiful yep. caramel colored kids. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I just, Jesus, I think, goodness sakes, uh, yeah, I think, I still think he's got to win. I think he's got to win. I, I think he does too. I just don't know if that's I, I, I here's and because I know I mean, we're I, all on the boat. What should happen? We got to prepare. We have to direction. prepare ourselves for him to not win, though. Like if it's going to like we need to prepare ourselves for it, because if it happens and we aren't expecting it at all, there's the, like adrenaline leaves our soul. <laughs> I sat through this WrestleMania, this one right here, thinking there was a. Zero point zero percent. That's the danger. Walk out with the fucking title. That's the danger. It was at least a one percent chance. So, so guess what? I don't have to get myself ready for it. I've lived the fucking nightmare. Don't worry. I know it can happen again. Will I be happy about it? No. But will I be as surprised as I was on a brisk uh, Sunday evening in the middle of fucking uh, SoFi Stadium? No. 
You think there's any chance that it gets the Undertaker losing reaction? Because that was that was a different reaction than anything I've ever been a part of in in, in a live audience. Because that the, was the first time. The, the, the first one. one. When when he lost to He Who Shall Not Be Peed I'll say when he lost to Error 405, Page Does Not Exist. Yeah. <laughs> that, the air in the building, it wasn't even like the air was sucked out of the building. It was just confusion. Like, I will never forget the moment when that happened. And, and I, I don't know if I actually turned to Mike and I said this out loud or if I just thought it to myself. But there was a moment where I was like, damn, the referee fucked up. No, you said that out loud. Did I say it out, you loud? Said it out loud? I was like, "Oh shit, they made a mistake. That's a hell of a time to make a mistake during the Undertaker match." Like, ha ha ha. Yeah. Ha ha. Yeah. Like, no. no, literally, there, there are there are things from that night alone that that I remember exclusively. Yeah. It's it and you guys that, were there live. Yes. Okay. It was that baby and, girl. We do all these fucking <laughs> since twenty seven. We've done seen The Rock already come back twice. Yeah, I think this, um, is, this is basically like like we keep going to the movies and they just keep remaking The Passion of the Christ. No, this is it's no. just like Jesus over and over again. Over and over. It's like another entity movie of the fucking Fast series. I'm okay with that. We saw it in Fast Five. Now we're at Fast Ten. Just another year of a fucking Rock comeback. Um. But what either way, The Rock plays a role in the yes main event, right? The Rock will either cost Roman Reigns or The Rock will cost oh Cody for Rose. sure for sure. Either way, The Rock plays a role in this, correct? I think so. Yeah. Even if it's not, e e I was gonna say, even if we go into a realm where he is turning to side with Cody, which I think is the way it's gonna go, and even if it's not that he exactly, even if it's not that he like hits a rock bottom on Roman, but he's the one that stops Solo from going in there and getting his hands on Cody. Got it. You know what I mean? Like, like he's going to play that role somewhere where he's going to be spoiler. Yeah, I don't necessarily see him causing the finishing maneuver to end him, maybe pulling no. Roman off of a pin or something like that. I, I see that moment, and then Cody hulking up, disaster kicking, finishing the job if, if that's the route that they, they yeah. choose to take. I, mean, I, I, I see a lot of people on the internet that are like, oh, he has to win clean. No. Because The Rock takes Solo out doesn't take away from him beating Roman Reigns clean. No, yeah. If there is not a rock bottom or a spine buster or a people's elbow or whatever dropped on Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes hits 4,337 versions of fucking crossroads to finally beat Roman Reigns in the middle of the ring. That's clean. But, but wait, let's go back a step. What the hell is with all these wrestling fans who are like some of the most unclean? Like all y'all motherfuckers were the people that were sucking at the tit of fucking ECW for five years. And that show would have people win matches when they weren't even in the match. So go fuck yourself with your clean victories. You ain't wrong. So here's my here's my concern with if they decide to not pull the trigger on Cody Rhodes walking out of uh, Philadelphia as the champion. Obviously, it happened last year. WrestleMania, to me, biggest show of the year, you know, they like to send the crowd home happy more times than not. 
Not the last three years. Just saying. Romans won a lot. No, 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 no. They have sent them home happy. Because everybody has acknowledged the tribal chief. Everybody has been with Roman Reigns. Last year was the first Acknowledge year. me. You were like, man, I really wish Roman would have lost. There was a bunch of the crowd that was very pro Cody Rhodes going into that stadium. There is a bunch, if not more, this year that are going to be pro Cody Rhodes in that in that stadium. I don't necessarily know that you can do the same thing twice and not expect it to get worse. I mean, do we the Twitter the Twitter outbreak of we want Cody um, to a whole different level? Uh, yeah, that could happen three, four x worse if you know this goes a certain different direction. This, yeah, this year does have a different feel to it. I think um, just with uh, with with the way everything's playing out. It does feel more like Cody has to win. Um and 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 like cuz last year it was like I I've seen a lot of like the David and Goliath like comparisons that where people were like, "Well, you know, David didn't David won on the first try. He didn't like come back for like but how many times do do you get a chance? like we've seen it like you see it in sports sometimes like you play, you know the the Chiefs play the, uh, you know the 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 Bengals. They're not going to bring the Bengals. I don't want to. I don't want to. Do it. Just do it. Uh, the Bills. The Bills. Chiefs. Like, you know, oh, they beat them in the regular season and they get to the playoffs. It's like, you know, then the the Chiefs turn around and just always win when it matters. So like maybe the first time it's like that matchup in the regular season, and he just wasn't ready for it yet. And then you learn from the mistake. You learn from the loss. Like, I mean, it's it it's. It's Cody Rhodes is playing the role of Rocky. We've said it on the show before. He lost to Apollo Creed the first time. Or, I'm sorry, he didn't lose. He went to a draw. Yeah. Having Roman Reigns on the ropes and needing Solo to bail Roman Reigns out is the equivalent of going to a draw with Apollo. <laughs> you know? He learned how to beat Apollo for the second fight, you know? I, right, like what, what would that have done to like the Rocky movies if Rocky just would have lost this at the end of Rocky 2? Yeah, I, we wouldn't have given a shit if he fought Ivan Drago. Right. You know, like there is no Rocky. Like Rocky 3 was because he was now the champion. He won the champion. Like you're, you're not buying a ticket to see Rocky lose a third time, to That's not so win it. the title a third time. Like that's why but, this one feels so big for Cody that he has to. If we follow this through, Cody lo- Rocky one was last year. Cody lost. Mm-hmm. Rocky two is this year. Cody's gonna win. Mm-hmm. Who's Who's Cody face at WrestleMania forty one? If it's Rocky three. Okay. Well. Well. The, so the question the is. Gunther. Right. Like He's who's right? Like it. so. Right after. You know, Gunther wins the title from him, say, at Money in the Bank or SummerSlam. That's four. That's Rocky four. No. no hold well, who's got, okay, but who's gonna be the who's gonna be the unbeatable star that's gonna take the belt off of Cody shortly after he wins? 
shortly, or are we saying that... Who was it in Rocky Three? It was Clubber Lang. Hold on. Are we saying that WrestleMania 41 is Clubber Lang and 42 is Ivan Drago, or are we saying that SummerSlam well, is... That's the question I'm asking, because it, the, 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 yes. the plot of Rocky Three is he has a bunch of easy fights right after winning the title... He gets beaten by this unstoppable monster who's coming up out of nowhere, Clubber Lang, and then he ha- he comes back and ends up beating Clubber at the end. So in in this scenario, uh, okay. Cody has to lose to somebody so at like say Money in the Bank or SummerSlam to rebuild himself to win the title at forty one. Yeah, which no. is the old Hogan way, losing the belt and then winning it back at Mania. Damn right, mellow. Don't miss. I don't know if he's big enough yet. I I like him. I like I it. I like Mello a lot too. I, I like have to it. Agree with Joe on that. Along that, almost like Trick Williams more. No, because Trick Williams is a, is a fucking Trick's a big, big boy. Fucker. He's a prodigy. Like Trick Williams is like an uh, him. Okay. Yeah. If healthy, I feel like the WWE would WWE this and make it somebody like Braun Breaker. Honestly, <laughs> if healthy, heel Biggie. Yeah. Oh, for sure. If healthy, heel Biggie comes back, wins money in the bank. I want to heel Biggie too. You know, wins the title at SummerSlam. You, as in H E A L, Ryan? Yeah, his next. His next. Yeah, you want to heal, not a heel. Got it. Healing. Hill Biggie. Every now and then I get a little bit Make him again. I mean, if if for you and for me. Honestly, I would say that. I can't wait to sit through a WrestleMania with you and intern Mark just fucking singing the oh, whole time. Okay. I thank God Matt, Matt Ryan and I will be behind you two and Mark just to no, be able to witness. No, not, not good. You want to know why? One of you will put your drink in a cup holder, and Joe's head will be resting on it about midway through. Insert Divas match. Well, you're going to be in front of me, so I'm my drink is fine. Yeah, you're good. You're good. Got you. Say That'll yes. probably be Matt. Matt's usually the Matt's usually like the little meat in the in the fat sandwich that is Ryan and I. Yeah, unfortunately, he's the small, so, so he gets stuck between <laughs> us. So, if if you're telling me that it's a quick run with the title, he drops it. Wins it back at say Royal Rumble to then face Gunther at forty one, the Ivan Drago arc of the story. You know, a quick title run from whoever wins Money in the Bank because you're not gonna have them hold the fucking contract for five thousand three hundred and thirty five days like you have with Damian Priest. Right. I think Damian Priest is cashing in on Gunther. No, 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 no. But what I'm saying is you're not going to have back-to-back. Oh, no, no, I know. Hold it for that. I, I also just think that they're finally going to come to the conclusion that Damian Priest isn't ready for the world title scene, and they're going to have him. Which, granted, this is the one time where you could actually use it on the IC title, and it feels like just as big a deal as a world title because you're ending a 600 day title reign. So does that mean that they dropped the titles before or is Damian Priest pulling double duty? At Mania, you mean? Yep. 
He wins. They lose the tag titles on night one. He cashes in on night two and walks out with the title on night two. Yeah, I can see that. I hardly even count that as double duty, though, just because, like... Well, no, I just... I didn't know I didn't know if we were saying that Priest is basically going to yeah. shot and be like, I want you night two of WrestleMania. No, 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 no. I think it's a... Still the... the yeah. The again. I think it's Gunther wins some kind of match. I'm not... It might be a multi-man match. It might be... Oh, the multi-man car crash invitation? Well, oh, because, like, on Raw, they had so many different guys being like, I'm going after Gable. Gunther. I'm going after Gunther. Right. Zane, Gable. All these guys who don't have WrestleMania matches. What if, so, at a certain point, like... What if Chad Gable beats him and then he cashes in on Chad Gable? I mean, I can see that, but then it's less impactful. Like mm-hmm. that's the thing for for Priest. Like that's like like I feel like remember last year when Theory cashed in on for the U.S. title, and we were all like, "The fuck, nobody does that." But it was the only title that was really around, right? But <laughs> but like, but it didn't feel like it made sense because it was like, "What's the secondary title?" The only reason why I think you can get away with it now with the IC title is because Gunther's reign has turned it into more than just a secondary title. For this reign, like the IC title will go back to being a secondary title after this is over, but Gunther's reign and it being 600 days and all that has elevated it. So now cashing in on him and cashing in to specifically end this reign does mean as much as end, as winning a world title. I will respectfully agree to disagree because whether he held the title for 600 days or 1,000 days, um, it is still a secondary title. Um, yes, it is arguably the greatest run with that title of all time, um, but you had a guy hold the contract for 300 days. And your description at the end of it is, well, he wanted he beat a guy who hasn't lost in six hundred days. I mean, I feel Gunther losing the IC title without taking a fall, so that you protect him, and then you have Gable have this shining moment, and then have Priest cash in, so the Judgment Day still keeps heat coming out of. WrestleMania isn't isn't the worst idea. But I don't think you're not protecting Gunther by number one having him, you know, lose in a situation where it's like he just got done with some really tough match, maybe a multi-man match and like whatever. He's exhausted, he's beaten down, and here comes all of Judgment Day to cash in for Damian Priest. You know what I mean? Like like it's not he's not, he's not gonna look weak. I also don't like honestly. Even if he lost clean at this point, I don't think he would look weak because you just held the title for 600-something days. Like, you're not... Taking that one loss, finally, I don't think makes you look weak. But also, too, especially if it's, like, a money-in-the-bank cash-in loss and they do it the way they normally do it, I really don't think it makes him look weak, personally. I think... uh, See, I'll... I'll, Again, I'll disagree because... Damian Priest has had 7,000 opportunities to cash in on injured Seth Rollins, and every one of them has been dwarfed. It just feels like if he's going to cash in on Gunther, I'd rather him be like, I want you night two of WrestleMania for the IC title one-on-one, and that's the match. All right, let's get to Revolution. Yeah, I, 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 can we make an executive decision, too, that we're going to just curb the draft for a different week? Because I think we went a little... 
longer uh, on the the Chamber Road to WrestleMania talk than uh, we expected. I think I'm okay either way. If yeah, because I mean we're already uh, we're already at midnight. I think we on the three CT side ran a little ran a little long this week. I think we were dancing around uh, talking about Cheesecake Factory, and we got distracted because you know fat. Um, fat. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but, uh, yeah, we will, um, fat, uh, let's get to the, our evolution. Um, we got, uh, actually, let me, let me get the graphic up here. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> it was a <laughs> nice delayed reaction show. I like that. All right. We got uh, nine matches, AEW revolution this Sunday night from the Greensboro Coliseum in Greensboro, North Carolina. Four more added to the buy-in on Saturday. Well, wait, wait. How much is the pay-per-view to buy? Seven thousand. Too much. It's probably wait, fifty. Is it, is it like thirty-nine It's probably fifty, it's like probably, it normally is, right? It's probably seventy-nine ninety-nine. They're probably making way more. No. Hold on. Let me. Uh, let me. Let me see if I can pull it up here. How to watch Revolution twenty twenty four. Forty nine ninety. Order on a super box. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, order pay per view. It's uh doesn't even list the price, does it? It's priceless. How about it's that? Priceless. Yeah, it will be once you're done watching it. Uh yeah, forty nine ninety nine. Forty nine ninety nine. Forty nine ninety nine, nine matches. Each match is five dollars and fifty-five cents worth. I get my cock for free, so you're already charging me too much. Um, oh, all right, let's let's start with the uh, All-Star Eight-Man Scramble match. We have Chris Jericho, Powerhouse Hobbs, uh, Lance Archer, Wardlow, Hook, Brian Cage, and two wrestlers to be determined on the Rampage or the Collisions. Uh, Joe, let's start with you. So here's where I'm confused. Isn't this the match that replaced the like big meaty men slapping meat invitation? Yeah, it was the big three invitational or whatever. And I, I thought that they were replacing that match because like people were hurt. People were hurt, but all three of them are in this match, so I don't, I don't understand. Don't worry, we don't either. I'm serious. I'm not gonna sit back and take this fucking shit. Sure not, Tony. Uh huh. Um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna take Wardlow because don't not? do math. Um, yeah, the math doesn't math. If you if you don't think about the math, it does it. It's okay because you had three guys in a match, and then somebody got hurt, and the match had to be canceled. But all three of those guys are in this match. <laughs> so, thanks, Tony. So uh, the last two spots, it's either. Uh... Uh, Magnus uh, versus Matt Seidel, which we'll find out on Rampage. You know who won I that think match? that was. I think that's been recorded. I think Magnus has won. Correct. Magnus and Magnus. on Saturday on Magnus a collision match, Penta versus Brian Keith versus Dante Martin, and I believe Penta won that match um, on a pre-recorded. So I think Penta and Magnus are the other two men here slapping their meat sauce all over the place. <laughs> Why does he keep saying Magnus? Because that's the Nick dude's Aldis. name from CMLL. Not Nick Aldis. Oh. <laughs> I'm so confused. Magnus. We'll call him Magna. Maybe you're more familiar with that word. Is he even is he even big and beefy? He's not. 
He's the luchador, I believe. Sorry, it's Hook. Big meaty man slapping meat. It's well, first they, they, they took the word meat out of here. First of all, skinny white boys are always are always big and meaty in the right places. So Hook's probably Hook's probably got the got the hook. Like I'm just like saying. Blues Traveler said, the hook will bring you back. Yes, exactly. Uh, but like, yeah, no, I I guess I mean, there there are there are big guy luchadors like Super Porky. I guess he's just not and La Parka. Have you seen La Parka? He looks like he ate La Parka. Jim, can you play that Christian soundbite for me real quick? Oh, yeah. Let me... Go fuck yourself! Thank you. So there's Magnus. He's not He's not very... No. He's got some not big arms. great, Bob! Don't do meth! Uh, Michael? Michael? If anybody picks someone that isn't fucking Wardlow, I don't know what the fuck you're doing. Ryan? Can I... Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely War Dog. It's got to be. Can right. I pick Green Blob number two? Yeah. Oh, Magnus used to be uh, called Astro Boy. Maybe that helps you recognize him. It's got boy in the name. Joe wants to change his pick to that. Wait, no, I want to actually. I'm gonna definitely take. Um, what are, I don't. What are the? I forgot the deck. Just move on. Just take fucking Hook and move on. No, I'm taking Wardlow. All right, uh, next match, FTR taking on the Blackpool Combat Club of Moxley and Claudio. Joe. Um, God, these these men all look so middle-aged. Like, this is weird. This just looks like you've gone to your local bar, and this is just, like, the guys that are, like, playing pool. Like, like two of them are playing pool, and fucking, like, Claudio's got next. Like, that's what this looks like. Um, fuck it. I guess I don't know. FTR doesn't feel like they get good things, so I guess Blackpool Combat Club wins. Uh, Michael, I'm so pained by that song and dance to get us to fucking FTR. Fuck the revival. Let's go FTR. Um, Ryan, I believe FTR will get something nice in this match, and that nice thing is a victory over the Blackpool Combat Club. Um, in what I called, uh, on the earlier show, the three count Thursday, this will be the match of the evening. Um, I don't remember who I picked. That was a long time ago. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go Blackpool Combat Club in what should be a really good uh, tag match. Uh, next one, sing. Why isn't it a submission hold if you just grab someone's nipples and like pinch? I mean, it could be. You could tap out with that. Like I like I would tap out if someone did that to me. Why is that illegal? It's not illegal. You should wear a shirt. I mean, if you have consent, you can grab somebody by the nipples. Well, like if okay, if you're in a combat sport and someone's just shirtless and they're all up in your grill, I think that that is consent to grab their nipples. I believe they have a thing where you're not allowed to use your fingernails in combat sport, though. Chin up, tits out. Watch for the nips. <laughs> what if your nails are like really cut short? And you're just like twisting. I'm pretty sure. Yep. Yeah, nope. 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 The nipple nope. twister. It's a Brian Danielson finisher. 
Uh, singles match for the AEW TNT Championship. Uh, Christian Cage defending against Daniel Garcia. Joe. It's because Edge is injured, right? Is he injured? Because no. Edge doesn't want to be there anymore. I was going like, <laughs> to say, I think they just literally were just like, uh, Hunter? Uh, I guess Hunter, Christian. I fucked up. I fucked up. Hunter, can, uh, can I come back? No, a hundred a hundred percent just I'll lose to, to Dom like ten matches in a row. Yeah, no, you can you can like burn a Canadian flag or something on TV. No, seriously, I just I I made it I fucked up. This isn't what I thought. No, they don't have anybody sitting on hard cam side. You fucked up. No, I know. I like when I come out of the back and I do my little runny thing, I only get to run to the left side of the stage. Yeah, because I did it the first night, and then I realized there was nobody there. <laughs> yeah, and their arenas are so small. I know, it's really sad. Hello? Hello? He hung up. Um. Christian. <laughs> okay, uh, Michael. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Thank you. Go fuck yourself. Uh, Ryan. Um, Christian, yeah. Yeah, definitely Christian. Like this, this whole thing is still too good to to have him lose the title now. Uh, Osprey versus Takeshita, Joe. I don't see how Osprey loses his first like official. I'm a roster member match. So Osprey. Uh, Michael. This is how he gets kicked out of the fucking. Don Callis family. Don Callis turns on him and Kanoshke Kaneshina fucking beats Crane Ocean Spray great white grape juice. Uh, Ryan. I'm with Joe on this. I, there's no way Osprey loses his first official match as a WWE Raw or an AEW roster member. Hey, stop. He's already had AEW matches. Well, uh, roster member, as, uh, officially elite being announced officially on live on dynamite on wednesday his contract this wednesday live on tnt he was announced he was under contract but they were finishing his obligations right when did but when did they graphic up that will Osprey? all right since you've proved me wrong i'll go with to catch it but he was whatever you want it was the first time he was (laughs) live on dynamite as officially a roster member this wednesday on tnt live on dynamite wednesday at 8 p.m. Like Eastern time. Live. Yeah, why do you got to fight with everybody? Live on TNT Live on Dynamite. Fuck you, Tony! Okay. Um, <laughs> um, uh, I'm going to go. <laughs> so picture it. <laughs> so wait, picture it. Oh, God. It was like 2015. At the ECW Arena, which now has a fancier name because, like, it's like the new Alhambra fucking palace. It's literally four numbers and a word arena. So, so I'm there at a Ring of Honor show, and it's like it's the pre-show. It's like before the show happens, and they're doing like the meet. That's the pre-show. And they're doing a meet and greet with like a whole bunch of different people. And I don't, I don't meet and greet. Like I'll go, but like I don't really care because like for those signatures, signatures only do me any good if they're on a check. I don't like I don't I don't need I don't need your yeah, autograph. Lying. 
And like, pictures are cool. if you're gonna charge me for a photo, like I'll just go take a selfie. I like those better anyway. So we know. I'm just, I'm just kind of like follow this eh. fucking Instagram. You'll know pretty much. So like. <laughs> I'm standing there, like my friends that I'm there with, who I'm not really friends with anymore, but that's a whole other story we're not going to get into. Please don't. That they, they're like taking pictures with people and I'm taking the pictures for them and stuff. But at one point I look up and like in like the crow's nest of like the lobby area where they're doing all this inside the arena is Will Ospreay. And he's like just staring down and I'm looking up and we make eye contact for a minute and I smiled and he smiled. And in some cultures, we're married. So I would just like to say, go out there, baby daddy, and take a shitta. I don't understand. What just happened? How we got to this point of the free show. What the fuck happened? This is a real what story. the fuck happened? It's a real... It's a what real the fuck happened. are you talking about, man? I mean, I think to a normal, uh, I want to say normal, normal doesn't, uh, normal is not right. I think to uh, any, any straight human being, um, you saw a person in public and you both acknowledge each other with a smile and yeah, both went about your day. Acknowledge me. Nobody. I've never smiled at somebody and thought like, mm, we're now married in Malaysia. <laughs> Fuck you, Tony. I am coming for you. Are any of guys who like you find out someone's gay and you're like, he wants me? No, nope. thank God. I <laughs> am coming. No, is, that, is that a thing? Do you deal with that a lot? There, there, you'd be surprised by how many guys are just like, like the guys who are really homophobic are the ones who are always like, oh, they just want to have sex with me. And it's like, no. Oh, I can't wait for you to meet Mark. <laughs> oh, no. Dude, I used to work, I I used to work with a guy. crossover listeners, I don't, I don't mean that. I used, I used to, yeah, no, homophobic. no, Mark is not. I used to, I used Out to, loud. I used to, <laughs> I used to work with a guy that like had, like, he just kind of had that. Attitude. He's like, well, they're all going to try to fuck me. I'm like, hold on, time out. Like, <laughs> I'm like, God. I'm like every like every single female that you see, right? Like, do you are you uh, do you like are you, are are you gonna like just like attack them and like fuck them? He's like, well, well, no. Yes. And he goes, no. I go, why the fuck would every gay guy like even if they were attracted to you, like they're not just gonna. They're not just gonna just come and like fuck you for, for like you just like shove it in your ass. It's like like what do you? Why do you think? Why are you like this? <laughs> why are you like, like this? What is wrong with you? There's so many times I asked him that. I was like, why are you fucking like this, you idiot? Joe, that's not what a weird naked choke means. <laughs> <laughs> the safe word is not flamingo. I am coming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this show is sick. Um. Bar. We we've derailed. Um, Fuck you, Braun. Um. <laughs> hold on, wait. <laughs> I was gonna. Um. 
Do we all take? Do we all give our predictions for that match? Yeah, that, that sounds. Like I it. don't give a fuck. Okay, a singles match for the Continental Crown Championship. Uh, Eddie Kingston defending against Brian Danielson. If Danielson loses, he has to shake Kingston's hand. I don't give a fuck. Uh, Joe. <laughs> What makes me sad is if this was WWE in like 1993, there'd be so many skits on Dynamite every week of Eddie Kingston like putting his hand in the nastiest smelling things. Oh, like, like the the, the Bret Hart, the Bret Hart when when Jerry Lawler had to do the yeah, like like Eddie Kingston would be at like a local high school, like Ugh. elementary school, putting his hand in like the like sloppy Joe. And just being like, I'm not washing my hand, so you got to shake it, Brian. In, the, it, in a sloppy bad. Joe? Like, oh, we're talking, okay, I'm sorry. We were talking early 90s, not Attitude Era. Got it. So, yeah, no, um, I'm, I'm sad that there's not more at stake with the handshake. Like... Did you just tell him to cover his hand in in A one steak sauce? I feel like he should have that. Something should be wrong with the hand. Like, does he at least get to like fondle his balls first? And no, then it's he like has, he has to shake his stroke hand. Mm. What if he's really just shaking like the hand that he like pleases his Bella with? Jesus Christ! Here we go. Good. I'm just saying, like that's it's not Lord. the same thing. Will you stop? If someone was offering you a handshake, nope, 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 you got to choose one or the other. Pass. Chop off my hand. Are you sh are you shaking their hand if they spit in their hand? Or they, or they touch their balls? Amputation. Uh, oh god. Amputation. <sighs> yeah, can. Off. And you're not allowed to choose went to the Empire State Building today. Nope. <laughs> you gotta choose so, one of the two handshakes. Yeah. So, so the question is somebody, I have to shake somebody's hand or they, they will spit in it or yes. they will scratch they spit in their hand and shake your hand or, or nuts and shake your hand. Yeah. Like, like just or like Get in there on the nuts. Like, you gotta get like a good, like like a good, like a good grip, like a man. Like a, like like a like a like a nice re-rack. Yeah. So you're so somebody re-racks themselves. Yes. Man, uh. a spit <laughs> is just so wet. <sighs> but nuts are so so nutty. could the, so could the re-rack, bro. Balls really are so bad. nutty. Amputation. <laughs> God, this is how fucking... quickly how quickly am I getting to a sink to wash my hands? Uh, as as quick as you. Or like. is this like at a concert and I don't have a running water freely available to me? Oh, okay, yeah, no, it's at like a, f uh, a festival. Oh, yeah, <laughs> festival. Amputation. Because Cut that it off. Zach Gowan <laughs> over here is in shaking hands. Nope. That's elbow. tough. I, I would probably have to go with we elbow with the spit. We yeah, I would probably go spit, man. man. Like nuts are nuts are their fucking genitals, man. Like I'm not. I'm sorry, you're at. Right, a do you want do you want COVID or like a wart? Day three, we're on day three of a festival. Uh, no it's spit every time. Oh, it's and spit every time then. And it's something different than that. Please 
don't let your significant other wash their balls for three days, and they just go, hello, honey, and just walk right underneath and fucking grab them. Just give them a good wafting. In your mouth. I'm just imagining the Undertaker when he used to get yes. down on one knee. Yeah, yeah just... That's it. Three-day festival swamp nuts. Oh. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm coming. Oh, that's the old Jimmy Uso sound effect, isn't it? (laughs) Damn. (laughs) (laughs) Way out of line, way out of line. That one was inappropriate. I apologize for that. That was rough. So, so with the stakes being so, so is, high in the so match, is, so is three day old fucking from Monday. That's fair. Right, right. Yeah, we yeah. just gotta do. We can just do five minutes on nut cheese, for, <laughs> but somehow, I was trying to be tactful about it. I, I wasn't gonna come right out and be like, "Does this fella suffer from Fumunda cheese?" Like, I wasn't gonna just ask that. Like, I wanted to know. If if this guy came right out of a shower and the nuts were clean, no, I'd probably go with the nuts right route. Shower. Because a quick tap on the nuts and a quick handshake, I feel, would be cleaner than a spit at that moment. But if this fella hasn't showered or at least sat in a pool or something like that, now nah, we're 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 gonna we're gonna go with the spit every day. So yeah, this it is on why I don't like uncircumcised men. Anyway, um, so. Oh, we got to this portion of the conversation. Not even close. Jesus Christ. No. My favorite part of shit like is Mike just has heard it so many times, it just doesn't even like register. I'm phased. It's like sky is blue. Joe doesn't like uncircumcised guys. Like just those... honestly, honestly, at this point, if you set an over under counter on how many times I've heard Joe say that, whatever number you pick. Take the over by at least 300. Okay, imagine. Now, imagine oh, as, a, as a straight man. Wait, just follow me here. Yo, Yo I don't want to follow you anyway. You take off a girl's bra, and there's her tits. But, like, you're expecting her tits. But then it's like, oh, no, they're still under this. They're still under something. There's, like, a whole layer of skin I got to move till I can get to the good part. Like, that's it's annoying. I mean, I'm... I'm- I'm gonna go as deep as I need to to find them. I'm just, I love boobs. I mean, I don't think Joe's not saying he's gonna go. He's not gonna go scavenger if he needs to. He would just prefer them to be readily available. Sure. I mean, no, 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 I've said no. Oh, I, oh okay. It, yeah, no. The more it looks like it could be in Dune, the less I'm interested. I'm just, I'm good at that point. There was. Did you ever see impact. Tremors, the movie from the from the? Yeah. There was an there was an acquired taste <laughs> joke there somewhere, and I'm choosing not to fucking say nope. it. So. Nope. What's the uh, next match? Uh, no, hold on. I'm gonna take Brian Danielson because fuck the handshake that we just went on a fucking yeah. parallel universe yeah. in the last five hours. Brian uh, Edward Kingston. Oh god damn it! Yeah, I'm going Danielson because I don't want to think about having a fucking handshake. I don't want to be cheese. sitting there watching this match and thinking about from Monday cheese. Like so, I'm just gonna. <laughs> Let's go, Danielson. Yeah. Um, I bet. I bet that Eddie Kingston's got some stinky balls. I guarantee you. Like he, he wins, just, if he retains, the first thing he's doing is putting his hands straight into his Johnson. <laughs> oh, for sure. After That's a, definitely he, happening. Be like, here, motherfucker, shake my hand. Like, tell me you don't look at some people sometimes and think to yourself, 
that guy's probably got some sweaty balls. Like I no. think Eddie Kingston no. probably got sweaty balls. No, <laughs> nope. I mean, if you if you bring it up, I can admit, yeah, Eddie yeah. probably has stinky balls. I don't sure, think, but I don't think that. That's not like, no, oh, hey, I'm meeting you for the first time. No, I'm I bet. Look, I don't think about Eddie Kingston's balls. Yeah, I might look at someone and be like, "When was the last time they took a shower?" Not. Sure. Do fair. Not smell. Okay, fair. Right. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that person has dead eyes. I might think that. <laughs> <laughs> I might look at someone. They can't like, afford a bar of Dove you know, soap in like six months. Not. Oh my God! Does it smell like his chestnuts are roasting on an open fire? Jim, speaking <laughs> of spitting in hands, I don't know if you remember this. There was an indie show years ago. I think it was a- another redacted star that we don't mention. Oh anymore. Christ! Yep. Walked around the ring. And and had people spit in their hand Ew. to eventually chop his opponent. I I I remember the spot. It was and spat went just everywhere. Uh, Ew. It was, was it was the, it was but the still, first it was the first legacy world. show. Why we legacy. had COVID? It was it was uh, Swerve versus a redacted superstar. Who a redacted wrestler? Um. Any ideas? Yes. Let's call him David Dar. Yeah. Oh. That's, that's what I was going with. Um, and was it was oh, it, it it was was it him that went around and collected the yeah, spit, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And he went around the whole way, the whole perimeter, oh, oh, just holding his palm up just like this. Spit it, and he went in and full chopped swerve, and just he could just. Psh. Yeah, knowing that uh. for that. Or that makes fucking perfect sense. Fucking yeah, so yeah. gross, man. I was that was vile. It was that was yeah that was fucking gross. Um, that's nasty. Next match we have the singles match for the women's world title: Timeless Tony Storm taking on Diana Perazzo. Joe, uh, I think Tony Storm keeps the belt. All right, Michael. Shut up. Tits out, and watch for the shoe. What did hell? What the hell did Mark say? Chin up, chin up, nips out. Please tie my shoe. Please tie my shoe. <laughs> he tried. Uh, Ryan. Yeah, Tony Storm retains here. Yeah, yeah. I'm Diana, former guest of our show, lover, but this ain't it. Uh, singles match for the international championship. Uh, Orange Cassidy defending against Roderick Strong. Joseph. What happened? Pockets versus Roddy. Oh, fucking fuck Roddy's mustache. What the fuck is that? That's that's, that's the problem. You're worried about him. Thing sucks. And not Tom Selleck's nephew who's fighting for the fucking world title. I just, I don't like facial hair on men. This uh, match is, Joe, you uh, have a beard. I yeah, I like it on me. Got it. I don't fuck me. I would, but like I don't. Would you do me? I do. I mean, first, I mean, first of all, it's just masturbation. If you if you have sex with your clone, everybody knows that. I don't. I don't know if that's true or but not. That, that rule does not count if you have a twin. No, it's only if it's a clone. I don't think that's right. Are you saying it counts if you do have a twin? No, I don't. I think I think it's. I don't think you could do your clone, and 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 claim. 
You know what? Let me look it up in the rule book here real quick. One second. <laughs> it's like when Undertaker fought Undertaker in 94. No, Joe's right. It says it in the book. You can do it. See? But I... Does it say Kane? <laughs> it's a Mayor Kane book, yes. <laughs> what the? I found it at an Ollie's for $2.99. Oh, yeah. I thought it would be a fun prop to keep on my desk. Oh, I feel like this song was appropriate. I don't know what song this is. It was Goodbye Horses. Oh. I think it was the... All right, uh, yeah, I'm going to take Orange Cassidy via Lotion in the Basket. <laughs> I believe the appropriate... Michael! It's wax strips to the face. Um, but here, here's my thought process. Um, Adam Cole cannot be in the world title match because of his injury. Old Bay. Wardlow's going to win in this match. So let's give shitty little boots uh, the international title. Orange Cassidy's done a lot for it, but uh, the uh, Undisputed Kingdom kind of needs some gold to keep themselves. He does have little baby boots, doesn't he? Yeah, shitty little boots. That was a chant for basically the last three years of his Ring of Honor career. Because every time he got in the ring, you started hearing them chant shitty little boots. Uh, so give me shitty little boots to win the Intercontinental title. All right. Ryan? Um, Orange Julius retains. Oh, fucking now I want an Orange Julius. I just got one of those little frother so things, much. man. I can make one. It's not yeah. the same. I know. It's close, though. It's just not the same. Like, you know, there was nothing special, like what they did. There wasn't, like, magic ingredients. Yeah, it absolutely was. It was me not making it and them delivering a delicious, icy orange okay, beverage Okay, what if I mouth. make you one and I deliver it in, like, a, pl- a paper takeout cup? Are you wearing the silly hat? Maybe. Then maybe. Are, are we doing this in a mall? No. No. Not an arrested. You would only get an Orange Julius at the mall? No, you can get one over uh, at the Dairy Queen. I say Ephrata, there's a actually. Dairy Queen in Ephrata. I'll drive you yeah. over there on our way to Cousin Brian's on Sunday. Let's do it. That's not on the way, but let's do it. It's on the way-ish. Ish. I got one in the back of a McDonald's parking lot one. Nope. 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 That's, not, that's a different, nope. That's a different nope. Orange, Orange Cassidy. His name was Julius. Or- <laughs> nope. nope. Cannot confirm if he was orange. No. Nope. <laughs> Nope. Orange, y'all, orange. Y'all, act like, y'all act like it's weird to fucking Oompa Loompa. Just one time. Joe, you are a fucking Oompa Loompa. <laughs> what the fuck do you mean? I can't wait. Let him for... over at this festival over Glasgow. It's a little Wonka experience. I <laughs> that was like a fucking nightmare fever dream, dude. The pictures from that were terrifying. The more the shit comes out about it, I just I can't get enough of it. It's I really fucking can't. Wild. Um, fucking wild. I can't wait for the photo at WrestleMania of Joe just between Ryan and I. It's gonna be <laughs> twinks. It's gonna be the fucking greatest thing ever. Um, uh, uh, next match, the three way match for the AEW World Championship: Samoa Joe. Defending against Hangman Page and Swerve Strickland. Joe. 
I hope Swerve wins. I'm just gonna like talk that into existence. Like it's gotta be right. Like Michael. I'm sorry. He's facing Hangman. I'm sorry, Swerve Strickland, and the nephew of Tom Selleck. Yes. <laughs> just making sure. Uh, Swerve when I drive, because if it's not Swerve when I drive, um, that place is going to sound like Cody Rhodes not walking out of night two of WrestleMania without the world title. So, Dude, there's a potential of like two terrible, like bad idea bookings well, within, within a month of each other. We haven't talked about the fucking main event of this well. show yet. Okay. Bad decision world title bookings within a month of each other. Uh, Ryan. Uh, I have Joseph the Samoan retaining. Um, I got to go. I'm going swerve, man. Give me a swerve. Swerve when I drive. Um, all right. Uh, then lastly, we have the uh, tornado tag match for the AEW world tag team title. Sting's retirement match. It is Sting and Darby Allen with Ric Flair Wings. taking on the Young Bucks of Matthew and Nicholas Jackson. Joe. Um, you know, like there's the part of me that thinks that the Young Bucks are going to win and like Flair is going to screw this thing over and yada, yada, yada. This thing goes out, like, he gets, like, you know, like, he's retiring, and, but, like, I don't know, like, I don't know, fuck it, man, like, like, I want Sting to win his last match, I want Sting to go out undefeated in AEW, I want Sting to go out as a champion, just put the titles up, like, on Dynamite and do a fucking tournament, like, it doesn't matter, you know, the Young Bucks don't need the titles, certainly, um, yeah, fuck it, Sting and Darby Allen to retain. Let's send Sting out with a W. Let's send him out with the biggest W. He deserves it. Michael. This really shouldn't be a fucking tag match. This really should be Sting versus Darby in the passing of the torch moment. Instead, we have to watch his final match be against fucking Twinkle Toes McFinger Bang. And Twinkle Toes McFinger Bang 2.0. Like, I I hope that Tony lets Sting go out victorious because if there are two guys on this roster that don't need the rub of being the guys who put Sting out of his first loss and, and his final match in AEW, the guys that don't need the rub are the 37-time IWGP Junior Tag Champs and the 15-time IWGP tag champs, and the however many-time AEW tag champs. Like, you could have told me that his final match, that their, his final match was a tag match against Ricky Starks and Big Bill, and I'd have been like, oh, cool, Ricky Starks or Big Bill is going to get the rub of being the one to put over Sting, and hopefully they do something with it. I don't need this fucking dollar store Vince McMahon rip-off fucking characters that these schmucks are fucking doing. Fuck the Young Bucks. Go Sting and Darby. I'm just going to Yes. Yes. Hate it. 
hate it. I want you to embrace that hate. And I wanted to really let it flow on Sunday when the fucking Young Bucks put Sting out of his misery and retire him once and for all. You should be pissed about that. You should fucking hate the Young Bucks even fucking more because they're the teams that do it. Other fucking AEW pay-per-view of fucking Twinkle Toes McFinger Bang fucking... Yes, I want you to be angry about that. Because that's God, exactly man. what's going to happen. And that's, you should fucking feel I pissed. We cannot spend $60 every fucking three months on a goddamn AEW pay per view. They don't need it. They absolutely don't. Really? But they're the fucking EVPs. Of course they're going to fucking <laughs> want to do it. And of course they're going to put him down. Why? Because they're not Cody Rhodes and decided to not let himself fight for the fucking world title? Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Hot take. Um,. Yeah, I mean, it's I guess the time honored tradition thing, um, but like, I I can't pick the young bucks. I I will never pick the young bucks. I ain't gonna start now. Sting and Darby, give me a tournament. Give me all the tournaments to crown new champions. <laughs> I love I love Joe's idea of having the dirtiest player in the game, Ric Flair, turn his back on his buddy. Sting and cost him the straps. I mean, that's 100% going to happen. You want to piss off even more? Put Ric Flair with those EVPs every fucking week. Well, I mean, Ric Flair coming out doing this shit. The EVPs smug as shit, pulling their Vince McMahon gimmicks. Ah, people are fucking hate it. Honestly, I think Ric Flair would be the only thing that would save that gimmick. At least something's fucking getting heat over there. Well, that's true. That is true. All right, so that's uh, that's the our evolution uh, again this Sunday. Um, Can't wait to fucking make this be the last show I fucking watch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Um, Wrestlers of the week. Wrestlers of the week. Uh, last week because we didn't have a show uh, and because Joe doesn't ever read his text messages. Um, only myself and Jim turned in nominees. Uh, Jim tracks. nominated uh, Gunther and Moose. I nominated Lyra Valkyrie and Obafemi. Um, Ryan, you are the guest this week. Uh, I will let you take pick number one of the wrestlers of the week. I will go uh, my first wrestler of the week. Uh, we will go with... Um, let's go Mustafa Ali, your new X Division champion. Joseph. Uh, uh, did I think Cody Rhodes do something? Yes, he had a start talking segment over in Australia. And he beat Morgan he beat Morgan Wallen on Raw. Grayson Waller. Thanks, Ernest. Cody Rhodes. I'm so glad you said it because I was about to fucking say it. Like, My come on, God. Joe. That's a that's an EJ pick. They won the main event on Raw. Joe, that's was... a WWE program, Jim. You should you should oh, really be supporting oh, this. Two title changes in New Japan. There, there was, was a TNA pay per view. There was a WWE pre elite. You're like adrenaline in my soul. Something, something. He made a minute in fucking Monday Night Raw. Give me that narcotic, baby. Guy in in WWE. Jesus Christ! Hit that vein with the fucking nightmare narcotic. (laughs) Jesus. I'm all in on the Cody Rhodes. Yeah, no shit. 
Yeah. So surprised. Jim? Uh, I will take the uh, the woman who main evented a PLE in her home country, Rhea Ripley, and retained her title. B-show. Uh, I'll take a guy who did something more important than anything Cody Rhodes did this week. The new IWGP global champion, uh, the wanted man, Nick Nemeth. Ooh, nice. Zolf Diggler off the board. Yes. Dolph Lundgren off the board. Osaka doesn't even want to be there. What's his name? Okada. <laughs> that was racist. <laughs> that was fucking racist. Okay. This motherfucker literally just said the city of Osaka doesn't even yeah, want to be there. That was the views expressed, as we say each week, the views expressed by Joe Lopez do not reflect that of Take Three Wrestling or any of its affiliates. Jesus Christ. Ryan, please, your second selection, sir. <sighs> Boy, I'm just I'm just clearing the, the racist air real quick. Woosa. <laughs> Let it purge Usa. out here. Uh I'm gonna go with uh I'm gonna go with uh everybody's friend, Charlie Dempsey, who uh defeated Noam Dar to be the new Heritage Cup champion down there in the NXTs. I didn't watch it, but I read about it. Joe, can we try to get another wrestler out without being super racist? Drew McIntyre. Okay. All right, there was no there was no there was no accent or anything attached to it. Thank you. He looks like he watches his balls. There was a hot take coming somewhere in that fucking sentence. Oh good for you. Um, he I comes out. It's bagpiping time, <laughs> <laughs> dude. If he doesn't fucking do that on Raw or something, uh, give me, uh, give me Matt Riddle, new uh, in New Japan Pro Wrestling, um, TV champ and known cocaine user. Yeah, I feel like Matt Riddle did not have a good enough week to make this list. Uh, he. Beat Hiroshi Tanahashi, and you're like Grayson Waller is the measure. He got fired from WWE for Tanahashi, man. Future right hand straw man of Tony Khan, uh, Matt Riddle. Yeah, he literally beat his wife. We know. We saw the tweets. Thank you, thank you to Ryan Miller for joining us for this yeah. second and last time ever. <laughs> See, he may be a known cocaine user, but he did beat Hiroshi Tanahashi. Did you see actually- any? Did you see the, the, the clip? There's a clip I think from that Ariel Ariel Hawani uh, interview where Riddle said like a. I, I, I don't know if this is accurate. I didn't watch the interview. I saw a tweet. It said, like, he said on the interview that, like, a week after him and his wife split up, he got a text from his kid that said that that their football, that the kid's football coach was sleeping over at their house. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, dude, just, just hit the... Just, Jerry, just, too much. Just stop talking. Just please <laughs> stop talking. I mean, Jesus. good for Ariel Hawani for getting that interview because that's yeah. no, no, known cocaine user. 
defeated uh, the ace of New Japan Pro Wrestling, a person who actually wants to be there, unlike the city of Osaka, who doesn't want anything to fucking do with New Japan anymore. Fuck that place. Uh-oh. can't go back to that city anymore. Fuck him. Fuck Osaka. Can you stop? I'm just repeating what Joe said. Fuck Osaka. I don't know. Uh-oh. Arigato. Nope. Um, my final selection are the new Impact Wrestling Women's Tag Team Champions, uh, Masha Slamovich, um, Killer Kelly. Yes, please. Because, respectfully. Yes, 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 please. Did Did you see the, the, the tweet where, like, one was like this, and then, like, she set, set and then went this way, and then went back this way, and then went back this way? Like, did you see that tweet? I think Ryan did. I'm not sure that I that saw that. Oh, hold on. Uh, Ryan, uh, as the guest, uh, this is the opportunity to uh, talk about some things and plug some things while I send Jim this. Um, thanks for tuning in, everybody. <laughs> Don't forget to watch your balls. That's very important. Important hygiene is is uh, important. Here's the deal. Um, it's going to start getting warmer out, especially if you're a professional wrestling fan. It, it never hurts to buy, you know what, buy a little bit of Pert Plus. Wash your hair once. Cleanse your body. Wear deodorant. It's okay. It's totally okay. You, you guys you guys go to indie shows, right? Yeah. We do. We do. It's been a very long time since I've been to an indie show. One of the hallmarks that I remember of going to indie shows was that you'd see more crack than on Whitney Houston's coffee table? Is that still a thing? Like, can can wrestling fans not pull their pants all the way up? No, wrestling fans, I think for the most part, have have either figured out what a belt is or okay. stop wearing those style of pants and just wear things with drawstrings. So it's actually gotten better. Okay, proud of people, Jim. Got him. Yep. Got him. Uh, you- else do you want to get us canceled for fucking Natalie Osaka? No, listen to the Joe Movie Podcast. We talk about movies. May or may not be racially inclined. No, Jim? no, no. We're actually really good. I'm the less controversial one. I don't believe that. I, 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 now you gotta listen and find out. Well, Joe, you've done a really shitty job telling me how to find it and how to listen. It's it's literally called the Joe Movie Podcast. It's on all your podcatchers. Is that how you say that? Podcast catchers. Oh my god! You know what's really sad? Today's episode of the Road Dog Podcast was the last episode, and they announced it mid episode that it was going to be the last episode. That's weird because Foley's gone. Yeah. Foley did his last his last one. Road Dog said it's because he's he got promoted at WWE, so, so he's got more responsibilities. Yeah, I figured he was he was short term. Yeah, uh, FTR with Dax is gone. Yeah, no, most of like other than like the really long running ones. Yeah, you're down to Jr. Yeah, uh, Pritchard. Yeah, and let's be honest, Fish Jr. Ha- on half the episodes of Grilling Jr., Jr. doesn't actually sound like he knows that he's recording a podcast. Oof. Huh. That's depressing. Uh, at Big Jim Sports on Twitter, um, you there, you can hit the link tree uh, that'll take you to discussions with the nobody. Um, I did drop a uh, new one of those last week. Um, 
you can get uh, 3CT. We were back live this week. Uh, we continue on our Philly Mania watch-along journey on the Tuesday show this upcoming week. Um, and Huddle Up Podcast. Uh, there hasn't really been any new content out uh, as we're in, into our off-season program. We'll start uh, recording some of those and releasing some of those uh, beginning this, well, as now uh, this month as we're in March. So, um, yeah, just hit the uh, hit the link tree there. Get all the stuff. Follow the show on Twitter at Take the Number Three Wrestling. You can follow me at They Call Me Burn. Uh, Sunny Days and Double Plays, a Palm Beach baseball podcast, where I talk about the local baseball league that I am affiliated with. Uh, we just crowned our champions. Uh, that episode will be up uh, mid next week, as I was sick all week and felt like shit. So, this is the first time I've actually been able to speak without hacking up a lung. Um, also, uh, I guess I'll halfway break the news here. Uh, new fun show coming to potentially the Huddle Up uh, podcast stream. Um, name to be determined. Uh, I was thinking about calling it The Mount, uh, where we will do a Mount Rushmore every week. Uh, we'll start with Major League Baseball. We'll work our way through the four major sports and then maybe even uh, go into some other uh different cultures and things like that my myself and my friend jason uh as well as i'll have featured guests uh you know big jim whenever i do the orioles and the cowboys uh ryan and matt potentially when i do the uh eagles and the phillies i'd like to have those guys on uh, i might even break Ernest ej christian out of retirement for a new york mets appearance um we'll see how that goes um but yeah Keep your eyes out on that. Uh, I'm going to sit down with uh, Jason this weekend, and we're going to try to come up with a game plan so that we can uh, set the wheels in motion for the mount, uh, which you can find on the Huddle Up podcast feed. Uh, hit the link tree on Big Jim's stuff for that. Uh, but that's it this week, guys. Uh, we have now reached the month of March. We are at the stretch where we are right at the doors of WrestleMania, uh, one month away as of right now. Uh, we appreciate you guys hanging out. We will see you next week right here on the Take Three Wrestling Podcast.